Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets here on the Mayo Media Network. The show is presented by prizepicks.com. Head on over to prizepicks.com. Use the promo code MMNMLB when you sign up. That's who the show is presented by. It's a great website, too. You are betting on fantasy player or on fantasy outputs of players, their overs or unders. You can parlay the props together. You can really rack up some nice money if you parlay correctly. Parlays are hard. I think parlaying props is uh, an edge that we still ha- have here over at prizepicks.com. So check it out, prizepicks.com. My name's David Jones at Tenacious D Jones on Twitter. I am from the FTN Network, FTN Bets, FTN Daily. Come on over to FTN, check out the content. We cover every sport for fantasy season long, for your daily fantasy betting needs, and also just your regular old betting needs. We have three different sites. Come check us out. Also, check out all the great content coming out from the Mayo Media Network. Please subscribe to the channel. Like this video if you haven't already. Hopefully, we can try and help you win some money on a 4th of July Friday night. It's going to be a nice 4th of July weekend. Stay safe out there. Let's talk about prizepicks.com. I mentioned go over to prizepicks.com. Use the code MMNMLB when you sign up. Couple prize picks that I'm going to be looking at on Friday night is going to be Mr. Nolan Arenado going back to Coors Field, his old park. Didn't homer last night. Game's not over yet. Didn't homer on Thursday night yet. Still a couple a couple innings for him to maybe do it. But of course, going back to the home park where he used to rake. But he's also going to be going up against Chichi Gonzalez. Chichi Gonzalez has not been very good this year. 5.81 ERA. Has given up six home runs in his last three starts. That's at least, or last four starts, excuse me, with at least one home run in every start. He's giving up a lot of runs. Uh, looks like uh, eight, 16, 14, 18, 19 runs in his last four starts. Yikes. I think Nolan Arenado can get to him. His over under is 9.5. I'm looking for a home run here, but he can even get a double, get on base a couple of times, get an RBI or two, and cover that 9.5. On this slate on Friday night, you have the two two of the three cheapest pitchers on DraftKings, two of the three worst pitchers on DraftKings. Not so much really because of the batting matchup, because neither of these teams, the Rockies or the uh, or the Cardinals, excuse me, have been extraordinarily good this year. But we know that it's a great hitting environment in Colorado. Chichi Gonzalez knows. Nolan Arenado knows. I think he goes over nine point five. So. Smash that over. Hopefully it wins. Next one, I'm going to go with Jose Altuve hitting 350 versus lefties. Four home runs against lefties in his last 97 at-bats. Altuve hit a home run on Thursday night. That was great. The Houston offense as a whole has kind of been struggling in soft spots over the past few days. They've busted as chalk when you're playing them in DFS, but he's still... Getting around his over-under over there on prize picks, uh, it's only eight for Jose Altuve, and he's getting there essentially every night. But what really helps him get there is when the offense as a whole starts to roll. That's when Altuve pits, puts up big numbers. That's when he puts up double-digit numbers. I mentioned past couple of days have been a little bit slow, but he did it in one of those last two. I think he gets there again. Uh, look, he's going up against the Cleveland pitcher Sam Hinkies with a 7.32 ERA. Um, 
it's not looking good for him over his last, uh, what is it, six earned runs in his last game is what he gave up. Before that, he was keeping the runs down, but he got really beat up. The Houston Astros, the highest scoring team in Major League Baseball so far this even, season, even over the Toronto Blue Jays, if you didn't know that, but they're kind of starting to separate themselves now. Jose Altuve, look, he's hot. He's Jose Altuve. He's going to be hitting leadoff again. Homer last night gets on base almost constantly, whether it's a walk or getting a hit, and he's got the power. I think he can do it against Cleveland again like he did last night. Give me the over eight points. That one I'm pretty confident about. Let's talk about DraftKings. It's a huge slate, as it always is on Friday nights. There's huge contests. Be sure to check those and select those correctly. You want to do some single injury stuff if you're trying to just make some money or some cash games. Don't go nuts and play the $8, 100,000-man contest to try and win $100,000 unless you don't care about the money because it's going to be very difficult to do that, especially in baseball. It's very random. But I feel like we have an edge on this slate. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are going to be targeting the Coors game, which you certainly should do. But they always jack the prices up for those St. Louis and Colorado players. That's why you can just hop on over to Prize Picks and bet the over there and not have to worry about how many other people do it because it doesn't matter if it's chalk. You can still make money. But if you don't know the pitchers on DraftKings, you're going to have a long night. So let's talk about the pitchers. Max Scherzer's up top at Washington. The Dodgers have always hit Scherzer pretty well. Max Scherzer is the GOAT, most expensive, or one of the GOATs. I think he's a fantastic pitcher, obviously. That's not a newsflash or anything, but I'm a little worried with him against the Dodgers. Look, I think he can get 20. I think he can get 25 points, but I'm not sure that's going to be enough this Friday night with such a huge slate. You're going to want to pay out for some bats. I'm not going all in on Scherzer. Lance Lynn against Detroit would make some sense. Detroit's way worse against lefties. Lance Lynn is a righty. Lance Lynn is okay. It doesn't feel particularly safe, but Detroit's a pretty bad offense overall. Again, they do hit righties better than lefties. McCullers against Cleveland, that's a pretty decent spot as well, but McCullers has been up and down this season. Cleveland plays better at home. Whatever reason that might be, read in between the lines if you want to, but not sure I want to go there either. Going on down the line, Lopez don't want to go really against Atlanta. Atlanta's been hot. They just won the series, swept the Mets. Um, the last three games, including beating DeGrom on Thursday night, Mize, Gallon, Wood, Hauser, Montaz, Walker. I considered them all. But what I'm looking for on this slate, because none of those top plays up there scream 35 points to me. So I want to find someone who's going to be a little bit safe, maybe an SP2, and we can weed out the SP1 later. But I'm going to land on Kyle Gibson against the Seattle Mariners. Kyle Gibson is probably going to be popular, but I don't really care because he seems safe to me, he had a great game, pitched seven innings against Kansas City last time with a season-high 10 strikeouts for Mr. Kyle Gibson. 38 DraftKings points. I am not looking for 38 DraftKings points for Kyle Gibson. I'm looking for around 20 at 7-8. If he can get me over that, that's all gravy, but that's not what I'm looking for. I want safety with my SB2. He's priced like an SB2. Quite frankly, really shouldn't be. On the season, he has a 2 ERA. That's very good. In his last eight appearances, he has a 1.68 ERA. Has not given up two runs in his last... Given up over two runs in his last uh, eight games, which is very good. He's undefeated on the season. He's 6-0, 74 strikeouts on the season, 1.01 whip. 
Uh, averaging 18.6 fantasy points per game, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an average, and I'm looking for it against Seattle, and you should be able to do it. Seattle, over their last three, has struck out 11.67 times. That's high. It's second or third worst in Major League Baseball over the last three days. They struck out 12 times just last game. Uh, they have a 2.18 average against righties, which is one of the worst in the MLB. And they have the third least at-bats on the season. What that means to me is the offense just isn't clicking against righties. And so they shouldn't be putting up runs. If Gibson can just keep doing what Kyle Gibson's been doing, then I'm going to be okay with that. Before he played Kansas City, if you want to look at averages, he had to go up against Oakland, who has a very, very powerful team, and at Houston. In both of those games, he didn't score over 14 fantasy points, but those are two tough offenses against Tampa Bay and San Francisco. He did enough for me at 7-8. If he can get anywhere close to 20, which I think he can, against a bad Seattle team, which we want to target anyways, he's going to be a good SP2 for me. So I'm going with Kyle Gibson. So if you want to talk about other high-priced pitchers that we may or may not get on, go over to FTN Daily. Dot com. Check out the EFTN MLB Discord, and we'll be talking through all of it tomorrow. We even have a live stream before the slate to help you get to your SP1. But right now, I'm not loving a lot of people up top. Next, you got to nail your bats. Of course, we mentioned Coors Field's going to be a very popular game for good reason. But if you want to look for some more soft spots, you you tend to scroll down and look at which pitchers are the worst on the slate, kind of sort it that way. You've got J.A. Happ, Drew Smiley. Gilbert Singer, some people that I want to target, but Keegan Aiken for the Baltimore Orioles has been really, really poor lately. Not just lately, on the season. He's got a 7.11 ERA. He's allowed 22 runs his last four starts. That's ridiculous. 22 runs your last four starts, and that's in 18 innings. On the season, 20.6 strikeout rate, 8.8 walk rate, 3.5 uh, walks per nine. That's kind of high. 37.5 uh, ground ball rate. That's not bad. 3.58 Babbitt. Okay. He's giving up a ton of runs. He's giving up a ton of contact. He's giving up home runs, giving up six home runs in his last four starts. His strikeouts over the last four games, 3.572. You're not worried about that. The walks have been up. Three or more walks in three of his last four games. Uh, and he's not going that deep into games, so you get a hold of that Baltimore Orioles bullpen, which is a bit of an enigma in itself. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. If the Angels can get to him enough, maybe they just let one of the worst arms go out there. I don't know. That's kind of wishing for something that might not happen. But what I do know is Keegan Agan is a lefty, and I like to use the Los Angeles Angels against lefties. A couple of their best lefty hitters aren't going to be in the lineup, and that's okay because they still have some good ones, starting with Shohei Otani. All-star extraordinaire, fantastic player. We all know that. Generational talent, his last 77 at-bats. He's got six home runs versus lefty. I'm telling you he's going to hit a home run off Keegan Aiken tomorrow. 370 in those last 77 at-bats with 350 ISO. Otani, first inning, home run. Jared Walsh. It's going to be batting probably fifth, maybe sixth in the lineup. Hits lefties well in his last 82 at-bats, four home runs, hitting 240. Mm, average isn't great, but the power is there. He's one of the best lefty hitters on the team. Uh, and after him, Max Stassi, last 23 at-bats, two homers, and hitting 380 with a 350 ISO against lefties. Like him a lot. Hopefully he's in the lineup. He probably should be. It's pointing that direction. Juan Lagares is somebody that nobody knows. He's a pretty decent lefty hitter as far as average goes. In his last 
four games, he has a hit in each of the games, which is good for him, especially being a cheap player. He's a value player for sure. He'll be hitting towards the back of that lineup, projected now hitting eighth or ninth. Make sure he's in the lineup, last 43 at-bats, one home run. But he's super cheap. You don't need much. You What you want is that Angels lineup turning over, and I think that they will against the Baltimore Orioles. The problem you have when you stack the Angels is in between every good lefty hitter is a poor lefty hitter. So you're looking for home runs, you're looking for walks, you're hoping people get on base, hoping they can put up runs early against the lefty before righty comes in because they hit lefties better than righties, in my opinion. Um, Anthony Rendon can can round out the stack. He's uh, my fifth option on the Angels. I think they're going to be lower owned than the Rockies and the Cardinals, and that's going to be good on a big slate. And they are somewhat affordable, especially the guys I mentioned like Stassi and uh, Juan towards the back of the lineup. Otani, of course, is going to be expensive. Walsh is decently priced. But I, I, I think you're getting two, maybe three home runs out of those four or five guys. So go with the Angels. That's what I'm going to be doing. Next, let's talk about some of the one-off bats that we like. If you can't stack up two teams, which you should try and do, you can look at one of these one-off bats or build a stack around one of these one-off bats. You've got Matt Olson of the Oakland Athletics going up against Erod of the Boston Red Sox in Oakland. Erod, 5.84 ERA. He's a lefty. Matt Olson hits lefties well, hitting him 4.10 in his last 94 at-bats. That might be the best in that sample size in the league. Almost said the league. It's a pretty good sample size to be hitting 340. Uh, eight homers in that time span. 330 ISO. Matt Olson. Let's go deep on Erod. I think Oakland can win that game too. Nolan Arenado. I mentioned him when I was talking about prize picks going up against Chi Chi. Old Park. Three, hitting 340 his last 233 at-bats. That's a lot of at-bats. 10 home runs. He's getting 11 in Coors Field. Sal Perez. Probably my favorite play on the day. And honestly... Probably should have been listed first for the Kansas City Royals. Going up against J.A. Happ. J.A. Happ's been struggling. He is also a lefty. I'm targeting lefties all day long on Friday night. Last 72 at-bats hitting 400 against lefties with eight homers. But here's the BVP stat of the night. Sal Perez has gone up against J.A. Happ 14 times, or his last 14 at-bats, I should say. Last 14 at-bats against J.A. Happ, he has four home runs. That is a ton. That is a BBP stat that matters. He is going to hit J.A. Happ. Off J.A. Happ, he's hitting 739 in those 14 at-bats. Insane. Salvarell, Salvarell, Salvador Perez, favorite bat on the night. Going deep. Adam Duvall, probably second favorite one-off bat on the night, going up against Drew Smiley in his old park in Atlanta on a team he didn't want to leave when they almost went to the World Series. Drew Smiley, another lefty. Adam Duvall crushes lefties for the Miami Marlins. Five homers uh, five homers in his last 64 at-bats. One of the best lefty hitters on the Marlins team. He, too, will be hitting a home run on Friday night. I feel pretty confident about those two. Lastly, I wanted to pick someone from the Coors game. On the Rocky side, someone may be sneaky. I think I'll go with Dom Nunez. Not particularly excited about that, but I think he can help fill out a stack at a cheaper price for a Rocky on the slate. Four homers his last 112 at-bats against righties, hitting 290. Olsen, Arenado, Perez, Duvall, Nunez to a lesser extent. Those are my one-off bats. Sal Perez, best bat on the night. Going to throw in a couple bets here at the end of the show. After what we talked about, I'm going with the Cardinals over 5.5. I bet that's 6 six or 6.5 by the time the game starts tomorrow. I said that same thing last week about another team. I don't remember what it was, but it was over 5.5. 5.5 5 
by the time Friday hit, it was 6.5. I think the cards go over 5.5. Coors Field seems pretty good to me. Love the next bet. Double down on this one. Angels over 2.5 in the first five innings. I told you about how bad Keegan Aiken has been. He has lasted over five innings once in his past five games, and he only got 5.2. In those last, in four of the last five games, the last four games, he's given up over 2.5 runs in each of those four games within the first five. Unless he didn't do it against Cleveland, I can't tell from what I'm looking at, but he did against Toronto, Houston, and Tampa Bay. Angels over 2.5, and they do that by the third inning. That's the show. Appreciate you watching. Please like and subscribe to the channel again. Follow me on Twitter at TenaciousDJones. Enjoy your 4th of July weekend. Thanks for watching. See you next time.